Ready to boost sales and grow your business without the BS? Welcome to the Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We'll be sharing actionable tips across marketing, sales, and growth without the BS to help you skyrocket your business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of Business Growth Show. I'm excited to be joined by Chris Van Prague today. Chris is a sales development rep at global top 10 HubSpot solutions provider, BabbleQuest. They help businesses to achieve their sales and marketing goals using the HubSpot platform. And Chris uses creative video to generate new business as well as throughout the sales process successfully. Chris, a very warm welcome to the show, sir. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. No worries, dude. So looking forward to getting stuck right in, Chris. And um, I don't really want to beat, un- beat around the bush. I want to put you straight on the spot. Um, as we've talked a little bit about video before, about li- little bits and pieces. But today we're going to be not just scratching the surface, really talking about how how people, how business owners, how sales reps can, can generate meetings consistently using the power of video. So first and foremost, Chris, is video more effective than the telephone? Um. It's a big question. Um, I think it's unfair to say that they would need to be used separately. I don't think that one replaces the other, but I think that video is significantly underused. And we're at a point now where the way that people answer the phone is different because of everything that's been going on this last year. People are more available. And so by all accounts, the phone should be more available. But then does that clutter things up video for me really kind of cuts through the noise and it is different you know we've been making sales phone calls for for years and i don't think that video will will replace it but i think it is a it's a very direct approach but it's also a maybe a softer approach people can consume it in their own time it can be less invasive but you are still able to convey your message but also equally, you're able to, um, you can be clearer and you can really sort of demonstrate you yourself, um, which you can't do over the phone. Um, you might be able to leave a voicemail. So I think it's, I think it's, there are benefits to both. But I think if you're miss, if you're not utilizing video, you are missing out on a real significant thing that has been happening over the last few years and will continue to grow. Fair play, fair enough. So I, th- I thought, and that's what I thought you were you were going to say, Chris. A bit of both. One doesn't replace the other. I mean, would you say, from your experience, you've had more success with video than the phone in, in more recent years? Um, yeah, I mean, it's quite new to me, to be honest. I've been I've been doing this. I got this job um, in lockdown, um, and I actually, quite strangely, in terms of how I started with Babel Quest, I was applying for the role and was not successfully able to get through the business was incredibly busy the the person who was in well my boss who is now my boss who I couldn't get through to over calls trying to get through yeah and um it was recommended by somebody that I spoke to in the office like send him a video so I did some you know some prospecting as any good SDR would do found his number and I sent him a video and that's how it all kind of began and in fact I got a message half an hour later from from Eric my boss who said are you good for a for a you know a face to face interview the next day? And so it, it kind of began like that, and that set out the stall for my journey for the last sort of ten months. Awesome. Um, so it has, yeah, and it has it has really made the difference. And I think for me, it's been about 
growing my reach and, and LinkedIn is a great way of doing that. And I've put some videos out that have been really, really good in growing my reach. And the feedback that we get from prospects and people that we are um, looking to sell to just love it, you know? So um, I think it's a fantastic tool and it's it's clearly show, shown proven results. And I think the challenge is gonna be how do we keep constantly growing and adapting as more and more people get involved in in doing it? What What's the next thing? It almost sounds like you're a case study of it, Chris. You've literally, you, you tried to get through to, in this case, this job with traditional methods, use the video and it works straight away by the sounds of it. You got, got the interview and got the role. So that, that the proof is in the pudding by the sounds of it. So I want to get stuck into to how we can actually use video, not just to, to get likes, shares, comments, more, more what I call vanity metrics, how we can actually get meetings in the diary and eventually get, get sales booked and revenue generated or at least pipeline generated to lead towards revenue so with that said um what's what are some of the strategies that you're seeing success with chris both through perhaps videoing people directly prospects directly to generate meetings and then perhaps we could go on to talk about in a more broader sense throughout sharing content yeah so from a direct approach um yes still calls will will remain the primary um but we would always make sure that we would double dovetail that with a with a video, um, and it, it inevitably, if the call doesn't go through, you might leave a voicemail. You don't know if they picked it up or, or not. The bit of using video is a it's an advantage of HubSpot, but also through Vidyard, you get analytics on when those videos have been have been watched. So that allows you to be able to understand: is that person interested? Have they heard your message? And it allows you to kind of further on from there. So it does create a more um you are able to kind of nurture that person through there you know that they've you know potentially heard your your message you have an opportunity to follow up again if you're calling and you're leaving a voicemail and then you call again and you leave another voicemail you should really have kind of got everything out in that first first message i feel like with a video you can mix things up a bit and make things a little bit different there's different stuff that you can do you could provide demonstrations of of, of tools and things if you know you can you can ask some interesting discovery questions so I think there is more that you can do and there is feedback that you can gain by using video that you can't by using the phone. Got it. So diving into to the setting meeting side of things, you raised a good point there. So using Vidyard or tools like Vidyard, there's many out there, Bonbon and others, and obviously Vidyard sponsor the show, so we'll put a link below um, in the show notes as well. Now, you made a good point about those being trackable. Um, so things like having analytics, having being able to understand every time someone clicks and views that video, how many people view it, the information. So that's all, all going to be useful data, right? Um, especially if you sent out a video perhaps a month or a week ago, completely forgot about it. And then someone clicks on that video and you think, oh, better give them a call now because they've just had a look at this video. They might they might have uh, be interested in what we do or you might have forgotten about it. It might have got lost in your pipeline. So that's that's a good signal. But have you got a step by step process, Chris, of how you weave this into your, let's say, general sales process, i.e. are you doing some kind of sequencing or maybe even looking at it from a higher level overview? Are you putting down a target account so the prospects that you actually want to reach out to? And then are you, are you making sure you send them a video first then give them a call? Or have you even got like a, a certain value prop that you found works really well? Or it'd be interesting to learn what's working for you right now. Yeah, so we, we've, we've tried different approaches and we're always constantly looking to augment and adapt our approach. Um, um, in the past, we've used the um, the asset conversion that they've used as a, as a means to, to, to use a sequence. So we would always lead 100% lead with a personalized 
um, personalized email uh, um, e video in, in email. So we're a strong believer on, on inbound at Babelquest. We're an inbound agency. Um, so someone converts on one of our assets. We can build up a, a picture from the download of, of what that would be and where they likely are in the funnel. Um, but then we will always make sure that we've done some good research. Who are they? What questions are they looking to answer? Why are we a good person to be able to answer that? Can we provide any additional resources? We're just looking to help, really. Um, so we'll always aim to lead with a personalized um, email. I, in fact, I, I, was, I was thinking, I received a, a sales email the other day, standard text-based one, and it began with, uh, this is this is just another cold email and i just i didn't read it and there's just no interest in it and, and there was no there was no personalization to it and it was it was pretty poor i appreciate if you're trying to send stuff out on mass it can be quite difficult to do a personalized video for everybody but i think the position that we are in is we are looking to work with you know other people who are using hubspot people who are looking to utilize sales enablement understanding video all that kind of stuff we are quite targeted about our approach. We'll always lead with a personalized video, but then we will sequence some other sort of repurposable videos. Maybe I was introducing, we might be discussing a case study that we've used that we know would be of help. It yep. might be um, a blog explainers, anything that we know. So we try and repurpose stuff into video that people can con consume in their own in their own way. So yes, we've worked on stuff around their asset download. But um, buyer personas are a great place to to consider, you know, understanding the questions and challenges those people are meeting. But, but I think you have to start personalized. You have to begin personalized. And then if they watch that video, they understand who you are and, and, and what you're doing. And then the, the next sequence emails should be getting closer to answering the question. They have a better understanding about the value proposition and, and how we can help. Yeah. And just quickly on your research side of things, Chris, does that mean you're checking out the LinkedIn profile or you're trying to learn a bit more about them? Is that something you spend quite a lot of time doing or is there any little golden nuggets that you're actually utilizing that you're finding about your prospects and then you're weaving into your videos so they're personalized, but they're not to the point where it's creepy. So, you know, um, what they're doing today, what they just had for lunch and what they're about to have for dinner. Yeah, I mean, that. It, it, to be honest, that yes, I appreciate that could be quite creepy to a lot of people. Um, Although if I received an email and someone, you know, someone said that they were doing some research and they noticed that I posted something and they knew what my favorite food was, I'd actually be pretty <laughs> impressed. And I'd probably be, you know, so actually I think the more personal you get, the, the better, um, because it shows you are genuinely interested in that person. You're not just farming out hundreds and hundreds of, um, of emails or just a single video. I could very easily create a video that says, hi, I'm Chris at BabelQuest. You know, I'm here to help your business to grow and utilize HubSpot better if you want to reach out get in touch and I could send it to thousands of people. Um, and whether that's a success or not is, it, it, you know, the test time will tell, but I think the value that we have in starting that conversation and the care that we have in making sure that we go to an individual that we know is gonna benefit from our services, it enables us to be able to really tailor the message better. So yeah, we will do, we'll do research on the business. Ultimately it needs to be a size of business that we know that we can work with. Um, they need to be at a stage where they want to be, you know, utilizing sales and marketing services and they can benefit from the stuff that we're doing. Because if at the end of the day, it's just a LinkedIn connection and maybe they sign up to a newsletter, we might not be able to help them now, but we might be able to help them later down the line. And that's really what we're there to do. But if they're in a position where they're looking to specifically buy into services that we can help with, then, you know, we're the ones that they would think of to, to be able to do that. Okay. Okay. And does that, does, are there certain things we need to consider, Chris, in terms of the perhaps duration of the video? 
in terms of whether we're actually pitching them straight away or whether we're just doing some kind of soft ask or asking them if they want to learn more or are there certain subtleties to it that we really need to bear in mind so we don't scare the the potential customer off from day one? Yeah, I mean, that's the million dollar question, right? How do you make sure that the message that you're sending and providing is going to be the thing that helps them to to book a meeting with you? And I don't have an answer for that. Um, you, You can pull together some good insight based on, what they've downloaded, um, you know, what they're looking at. And, you know, fortunately HubSpot serves us up a lot of information that allows us to be able to do that. Um, so I don't, I don't think there is a, a specific answer to that, which I'd love to be able to. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's about mixing it up, trying to be as personal as, as possible, always be helping, um, you know, making sure that I, I don't think you get, you can't go straight in with a pitch because you don't really know 100% what they want. You know, we have a price list on our website. Sure. So if someone goes to our website and downloads our price list, I could tell you 99 times out of 100, that person is not looking to know how much the stuff that we provide costs, but they are probably looking to find out what we do and how we can help. So they could be right at the top of the funnel, and yet they've downloaded a price list that is bottom of funnel. So ultimately, it's about trying to open up a conversation with somebody um, and establish whether whether we can help. And if we can help, then the services and, and, and the pitching part can can probably follow. But we need to find out from them first and, and how we can help. Got it. Okay, Chris. Well there's some some nice basics there in terms of in terms of actually use, utilizing video to, to get the meeting. Now in terms of perhaps on a more wider scope, in terms of using video as a content source in general. I know you mentioned before we hit record that, and I've seen on LinkedIn, you even promoted the show today with a nice little entertaining video. Um, what what are you seeing success with and what do you recommend people get with um, or utilize for, on the video side of things from a more general side of things from putting out content on LinkedIn or other social channels or what's working for you that you're seeing great results from? Um, uh, well, from my own personal perspective, it's about being able to let people know who I am. You know, people buy from people. LinkedIn is an incredibly crowded space um it does seem like it is diversifying in ty- terms of the types of content you know i'm starting to see you know internet memes popping up obviously business specific ones but they are they are popping up and there are more and more people out there that are creating really great creative content that hopefully also has a business message to it but let's not you know linkedin is a is is social media so as well as it being a, a fantastic business tool, it's 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 getting closer to being more of that kind of time absorbing kind of, it, you know, it, it sucks you in. So, and I was chatting to my colleague Sorry. Lily about this. It does. It does. And, it, and it's and it's because that's what it's there to do. It's designed to do that. And I was chatting to, to Lily, who works in, in business development with me and was saying, well, we need LinkedIn to do our job. But equally, it's trying to pull you away to go, you know, look at all this other stuff. And so you do have to be quite smart about how you do that. But I think if you want to be utilizing it in that way, you need to play the game and, and the game is, you know, let people know who you are. And, and I, you know, I, yes, I, you know, I make some funny creative videos and I've had some really, really great opportunities and some successes and, and, and met some amazing people off the back of that. But that's a, as a result of, I've got a background in, in, in making creative videos from, from former roles. And, and I've been able to, and I've been fortunate enough that BabelQuest have allowed me the creative freedom to be able to do that. Um, and it's it's been quite a great, you know, a, a sort of marrying of two things. But I guess what I would say to people watching and listening is if you're not that person, 
and you're not the one that wants to, you know, you don't have all the, you know, I don't have any kind of creative fun ideas and so that doesn't really matter. I think ultimately if you're on LinkedIn and you're prospecting and you're doing a job and prospecting and selling a product that you are passionate about, work for a business that you're passionate about, hopefully a lot of people out there are, um, then that's all you need to share. You need to just explain to people why you're, you know, why why you're a good person to buy from because you're not going to be knocking on doors anytime soon and we're not going to be doing, you know, pitch visits to people in, in offices. This is how it's going to be. And so if people want to get to know you, and understand who you are and what you're about, um, video is the way to do it. And LinkedIn is a great way to be able to let everybody in your um, in your connections list and, and potentially all those other people know who you are. And then you'll be front of mind when hopefully your business message, you know, comes through as well in those things. So, so just, you know, get out there, post some stuff um, and, and and see where it takes you. Certainly. Certainly that's it. It's, um it's it's a nice little interrupt in the feed as well especially if you see a, a video that's a bit quirky that stands out from from the rest of the post it's a bit entertaining but at the same time it's quite useful it's like you say slightly relevant to what you do so people can get that trust in in yourself that you actually do know what you're talking about that you are uh, a, a good guy to speak to for the particular product or service you offer business growth show is sponsored by vidyard in today's digital world Getting the attention of key prospects can be a tricky task. Emails and phone calls are often ignored and meeting up in person is rarely an option. And that's exactly why tools like Vidyard have become so effective. Vidyard is a free app that makes it easy to record and send custom video messages that truly stand out and generate more responses. It's a great way to introduce yourself, to showcase your personality and to create a more personal connection from your very first outreach. You can sign up for your own free account today at vidyard.com forward slash BGS to start sending your very own video messages. That's vidyard.com forward slash BGS. The show is also sponsored by Web Choice. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of leads and sales. Want to learn more about WebChoice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Are there any ways, Chris, that you've found pretty good in terms of getting that balance of being entertaining, but at the same time showcasing that you are um, knowledgeable about your sector? And you are the go-to guy for, for your particular product or offering. Yeah. And that that is a constant battle that I have in, in my mind when I'm I'm out on you know dog walks or out and about, or just, you know, I'm I'm constantly kind of thinking, well, what's what are we trying to do right now? And then how can I balance the message that we're looking to do and you know the the uh, the type of content that I'd that I'd like to put out. Um and yeah, I've been able to come up with a few things at the moment. I've been sort of putting out silly videos around features that, you know, we sell We sell in HubSpot. It's a useful way of being able to explain features, but I've just been doing it through showing how if people in movies had HubSpot, how it would make those movies different and silly things like that. But at the same time, you know, and there are, there are people out there that are just posting silly videos, which might seem... Um, like it might not seem like they, they have value, but at the same time, they're getting hundreds of reactions. And and 
that means that their their other content is going to get get pushed to those people they like that content so there is there is stuff that you can i guess it doesn't always have to be on message i think there is a limit i think if you're just constantly on linkedin just posting tiktok video dancing videos you're going to not have any authority but i think sure. there's no reason and and i'm sure there are plenty of people out there and there's there is some you know there's some linkedin police out there that will say you know, absolutely not. This is a this, and you, you see it in the comments all the time. This is a professional place for professional people. Why are you posting this? Um, but I'm 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 not of that mindset, and I you know I'd encourage anybody to message me on LinkedIn and tell me why I'm wrong. That's that's fine. But for me, it, you know, and and a lot of the other people that I follow and respect are doing a similar thing. There is that there's that balance. You know, they're doing a great job, but they're also showing who they are. And if you are funny and silly at heart, um hopefully some other people who are funny and silly at heart will, will get on and, and maybe we'll work together. So, you know, those are the kinds of people that, 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 that I'm banking on. Yeah. And I like that perspective, Chris, and I guess it brings it back to the personal brand side of things. We've had a lot of guests on the show, especially Daniel Disney and various other people talk about that. It shows that there really is a real person behind the, the computer or the tablet or the mobile. And um, like you say, it's, it's a tough one to get that balance of showcasing that you you are the go-to person in your sector, but at the same time being entertaining and yeah, mixing up what, what people see in the feed or whatever content channel they're on. So yeah, the only thing I'd add as well is that, I mean, so I, I work in sales and, you know, regardless of what has changed in, in the, you know, in the sales and the business development landscape, we are always going to be viewed with a, a, an air of caution because it's a salesperson and that hasn't changed in decades. And 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 other salespeople will will you know they, they, will, they will air their frustrations with that, which is a shame because it seems like you know from there's there's like probably a, a few bad eggs from however far ago has has kind of created this situation whereby now pesky salesperson, I've got pesky salesperson, don't put them through to the people they want to speak to, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think you know putting yourself out there, especially in sales, is a really good opportunity to be able to say. This is who I am, you know. Yes, I, I am trying to sell something to you, but I'm not just trying to, you know, I'm not trying to sell ice to Eskimos. I'm trying to sell this to you because I think it's genuinely going to help you. But this is who I am, you know. I'm a normal person. Um, I've got this job which I love, um, and I, you know, and I get to do this, um, and and hopefully people people see through that and they understand that 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 you know there, there is a good message behind there and, and actually perhaps this person is 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 they have a point they're a professional but they're also a normal human being let's have a conversation and, and see where it takes us yeah and i really like that element to it so moving away from booking booking leads booking demos booking booking meetings are there any ways that you recommend people weave in video later on in the sales process chris so whether that's perhaps you've sent a proposal or a quote and maybe accompanying a video of that perhaps you're doing a follow-up or perhaps someone's gone absolutely ghosted you and you've used a video to, to reconnect with them are there any quirky or unusual ways that you're utilizing video later on in the sales process uh, yeah all of those um we use it we use it throughout I and mean, in fact we use it throughout the sales process and we also use it ongoing um and i think that whether it's because of everything that's you know over this last year you know we're not able to have those kind of client quarterly sessions I'm talking about kind of post sales those kind of client quarterly sessions where you might be spending time you know directly with them um the opportunity to be able to demonstrate things answer quick questions is great so our delivery team will be you know if you get a quick question over email how do i do this sure you could have a 10 minute call um 
and explain it and try and do it over maybe sharing a screen or something. Or you could you know, record a quick two minute video and that video can get passed around the office. Hey, does anybody, I didn't know how you could create this automation. Okay, you do that and you know, share it around. So I think ongoing, it's really, really helpful. But from a sales, you know, you know, we're here to talk about sales and um, yeah, absolutely. Outreach is, is key, but I think, um, bit, you know, blog articles, you know, there, there are tons of people pushing blogs, blogging, blogging and content will always remain a real, a real big focus for us. And it will always be out there. The written words are always going to be out there, but sometimes you see a blog that looks interesting and then it tells you now eight minute read. You're like, well, I don't have eight minutes to, to read, um, to read that. It, you could summarize it probably in a 90 second video. So we've done that, you know, we've done 90 second videos saying in this blog below, you're going to learn, you know, all the best, um, whatever it might be, seven best steps for um, for utilizing video in the sales process. Um, here's some highlights. Here's how it kind of works and stuff. It kind of warms you up into it. So you say, okay, maybe I'll read it later. Um, being able to explain case studies and also why case studies are specifically relevant to a prospect um, is great. So yes, a case study is fine. You've got some metrics on a board. Okay, fine. Actually, this case study is particularly relevant to you because it shows how we were able to increase um, visibility and 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 you know uh, drive two hundred percent traffic to to this person's site through through this. This is why it's specifically relevant to you. Um, and then I think things like um, explainers, yeah, proposals. You mentioned that's really really key. You know, we can sometimes send um, uh, a potential client a twenty or thirty page proposal when really they they are probably interested in four of those pages and then they'll probably absorb the rest of them later. They want to know the price and they want to know how we've validated the price against the services. And we've probably done that in a number of discovery sessions that we might not have had just recently. So it's vital in my view that, that proposals are explained. Here's why we did this. Here's why we're charging this. Here's how it works. Here's why these two things are different. Stands you out a bit from the competition as well, Chris, because probably a lot of the competitors are just sending the quote, sending the proposal, whatever they chip through. And then that's it. Whereas if you send it an explainer video, just a quick one minute or two minute recap saying, look, this is what we talked about in our initial call. This is what we agreed we do. These are our deliverables. Here's how we're going to tackle your problem specifically. And this is why the investment is what it is and the timeline. And here's how we'll walk you through it. You probably stood out from most of the other businesses that have sent a quote, right? Yeah, 100 percent. And think about think about, you you know, hopefully when you're sending that proposal, you are sending it to the decision makers. But let's say you're not and you are sending it out and you haven't sent it with an explainer, not only are you expecting the person who's going to buy from you that they still can 100% understand why you're charging what you're charging for those services, but what if they then need to take that proposal to somebody else to say, to get it signed off or whatever it might be, you're then reliant on that person explaining it. So then you're in a kind of Chinese whisper situation, which is probably going to rely on another call maybe to catch another meeting or take... So yeah, if you can do it all in a two-minute video, and that two-minute video can then get shared around, then great. You know, your voice is explaining it. Then if they've got questions, they can come straight to you. But hopefully, you've been able to summarize it. You're continually being able to validate it back to your discovery sessions. So you've gone like, you know, this is why we're doing this. This is how it's going to work. So I think it's I think it's vital. Makes sense. Makes sense. Nice. And in terms of the technology, so if we're perhaps new to video or we don't necessarily know all the tools that we need to utilize, Chris, are there any recommendations specifically for what we've discussed? So whether that's using video to book meetings, whether that's later on in the sales process, or whether that's just generally to put out content there, whether it's on social or other media channels, what tools do, do you recommend people get stuck into to, to utilize what we've discussed so far? 
Yeah, so I mean, we use um, we use Vidyard, which I know you're a big advocate for. We use a Vidyard, which integrates into into HubSpot, um, and we book meetings directly through the, the HubSpot link, which which backends into Vidyard. Um, so it's it's a very elegant solution. It works really really well. Um, Vidyard to get started with Vidyard is it doesn't cost a, it doesn't cost a penny. You know, you can you can download the Vidyard Chrome extension and just start using it. Um, I think if you want to use it in a professional context, you do need to be, um, you know, paying for the for the for the business. It allows you to be able to have your own customized landing page, and and it, it you know it it comes across as better. But I think if people utilize cost as a as an obstacle to not get started, then they don't need to do that. Um, and likewise, you know, you go back to that example where I, you know, I the, how I got my job. I got my job because I recorded a video on my phone and I found the number and I sent it to my now boss. Um, and and that was the difference, and that was just using the you know the text that you know every, everyone's got. That's using the technology there. So um, yes, Vidyard and HubSpot is a fantastically elegant solution. There are others out there, um, and there are you know there are very inexpensive ways of of getting started. What I think people need to have is the is the commitment to and and the belief that it that it will that it will make a difference. Because and what I find a little baffling is that. The feedback that I commonly get, we have conversations all the time about, you know, we meet people through video. So inadvertently, when we end up in discovery conversations, we might be talking about marketing services or sales enablement or all the other kind of stuff that we can help with. But it, it will always come up and they'll say, do you know what? I love that video and I would love to be using that. I would love to be using that video, but our sales team will never get on board with it. Um, and, you you know, you, we kind of query why. And, and it's always because... They they either, they just they just don't, they just they wouldn't do it. Their face on the screen, and it's all just like it's a bit Instagram. It's that influencer culture thing, isn't it? What I find odd is that we live in a world of video calls now. That's all we do is just record ourselves in our home offices, you know, or you know, at the end of the bed, or when you're out and about. That's just what we do. It's how how it works now. Except you're you're just not talking to anybody, and that's the kind of the weirdness that I think people just need to kind of throw away is just you know that yes you're going to feel odd you walk down the street and you're holding a phone out like that yes you're probably going to feel a bit self-conscious and yeah that person down the street might go what's he doing why is he why is he doing that but you do it once no one cares really no one cares and 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 i, I think you need people need to kind of show you know we're showing people our houses now we're inside each other's homes we've, we've become more we've become closer in that regard um and i think it does show a degree of humility when you're prepared to to do that you know and camera off and things as as, as most of us are um you know if we're able to do that so um yeah I, I don't i don't see why people wouldn't just utilize that opportunity to go i'm just going to record a video but rather than having somebody in a meeting you're just going to send it uh and, and and wait and see what comes back i'm sure things will like you say chris i think it's just the fact that you've got to take that first step and whilst it may be a bit uncomfortable the first time doing it, and I'm sure when I was doing videos via email or LinkedIn or whatever format I was trying to send them first, I was a bit awkward, a bit nervous, probably jigging my words around. But once you've sent 10, once you've sent 20, then like you say, the results speak for themselves because so few people are actually doing it, even though it's something we've preached on the show quite a lot. So few people are still doing it, especially not only to book meetings, but like we were talking about later on in the sales cycle when you're sending quotation proposals demos whatever to, to refresh people's memories of, of the conversation you've had it's just a real good way to stand out and and no one else is doing it so you may take advantage may as well take advantage right now and and i think as well like there's there is a there's a 
there's a belief that it is a a more it takes longer to do a video and so we lots of you know i get lots of people and so i i will commonly when i make a connection on linkedin with somebody i will normally send them a quick video and just say hey thanks for the connection you know i'm here this is what i do this is how i can help you know let me know if you've got any questions let me know what i can help with and i get a message back saying thanks so much for sending a video that's that's great and it, you know it, it is and i'm glad to do it and i'm very comfortable with doing it but i it's also quicker it would take me twice as long for me to come up with the right words to you know and yeah maybe i could write a little template but I don't, it's not really my thing i want to be able to kind of be personal and, and talk to people and so it's actually quicker um and more straightforward to do it as a video and it's more personable so there's all those advantages and yet you've got the impression that you've kind of gone the extra mile when in reality you've actually probably taken the easier route yeah 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 so it's speeding things up i think you're right it's it's probably almost just as quick isn't it to whip out your smartphone or whatever you're on and um, send that quick video entry and like we've been honing down throughout the show it's just a really good way to stand out because no one else is doing it. i couldn't actually tell you the last time i got a video message through linkedin or even email um so so there you go if anyone wants to pitch me that's probably the best way yeah really but it drives me at the, it drives me at the wall i mean i you know I, it just drives me at the wall but you know i say i go back to this email i had a text-based email from somebody that just says hey you know chris uh, i'm you know i'm speaking to sales leaders in your space with this, this you know this salesforce only thing i was like they've just you know they've just sent I, I don't use salesforce we use hubspot so it's a you know it's a it, I don't know what they're expecting. And they sent me, you know, I've got a second email sequence and stuff. It's just, sure, they might have sent it out to thousands of people. Um, but I ignored it. You know, I, I ignored it. So it's it's far far more straightforward. It does lead to so many more conversations. It's more personable. And actually, if you're of the mindset of, you know, looking at creativity and, 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 and sociable and you're a personable person, I, I, you'll enjoy it more by using it, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll enjoy using it more and you just get, and you'll get people that will come back and say, we're not interested right now, but thanks so much for the video. And I will think about you when, when, the, you know, when, the, when that sort of thing comes up and things, which is, you know, which is great. That's all you can ask for. And that's what it's all about. If it's not an opportunity right now, if you've got the chance for one in the future, because someone's remembered you, then that's, that's always a bonus, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You stick in mind. Chris, thanks very much for coming on, sir. And with that note, please do tell us more about how people can learn from you, how people can connect with you and the best way to get in touch, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, um, by, you know, send me a, a LinkedIn um, connection request. Always open to to, to connecting with people. Um, I tend to, um, as I've already sort of said, post a lot of videos on, on LinkedIn around ways that you can utilize um, HubSpot and utilize sales video to um, to book more meetings and to make better connections. Um, if people are interested in finding out more about HubSpot or they're looking to get more out of their HubSpot portal, then they can reach out to us and we can provide advice and guidance and, and better ways of getting getting most out of out of the tool. So send me a connection request. Um, and uh, yeah, look forward to, to, to chatting to people. And, and if people have got questions around sales video or just implementing it or they just want to know anything um, or they want to know how I can clone myself and talk to myself, then I'm always open to talking about that as well. Yeah, that was a if, you if you haven't seen the video, that might seem like a really weird statement, but I post a lot of videos where I talk to old me. Um, it's just a, a yeah, a little funny kind of set of videos that I've put out, which always gets good some good feedback. So if you want to talk to me about that sort of stuff, then I'm always open to it. Good man, enjoyed that little video earlier. So we'll we'll put all the links that Chris has mentioned in the show notes over at businessgrowth.marketing. And thanks very much, Chris. Really appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks for the time. 
Cheers, dude. And if you enjoyed the show, be sure to hit subscribe on Business Growth Show, wherever the heck you get your podcast from. We interview business leaders each and every week to provide actionable tips across marketing, business growth, all to generate more sales and opportunities for your good self. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.